Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Coming up on the Expats podcast with Dan Copen, that is more like it. The Patriots get it done in New Orleans, quite the display offensively and defensively. They get a boost from some young guys. We'll talk about them. But is there a storm brewing with a couple of mainstays on that defense from years past? That plus the New Orleans Saints. God, do they suck. I'll get into that on the Expats podcast with Dan Cope. All right, welcome into the Expats podcast. Mike Pat. Giardi. I know. Pat. We got we to change that. Pat. Uh, we spelled podcast right this time in the promos. That was a, what was it, podcast? Did you say podcast? Yeah, podast. Um, yeah, it happens. It happens. Things, you know, pop up out of nowhere like the Expats podcast. It's only been around for a couple of years. Uh, That's better. <laughs> 36 to 20. And before I destroy the New Orleans Saints... <laughs> um, you, you give credit to the Patriots for doing what needed to be done and doing what needed to be done after a week in which, hey, let's face it, there was there was some adversity and brave mentioning attitude. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's we've said it before, and I'll say it. It's hard to win an NFL game on the road at home, and the fact that they went down to the dome, which can get rowdy. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they get off to if New Orleans, gets off to a good start. And that place goes into a frenzy. That's that's a tough. I've been down there, and we've been just <laughs> run right out. You're of on the, that 09. Yeah, right? run right out of the building uh, once that place got going, and you just really couldn't stop the momentum. So the fact they were able to start fast, keep it, keep that crowd under wraps. Um, you know, I think they did a good job of starting fast. They did a good job of finishing the game, and also, I mean, when there were points in that game where the momentum could have turned and. New England stepped up. They made a play, or they, you know, they made a stop, or a first down, or a score, and um, started showing signs that they're moving in the right direction after after week one. Yeah, I mean, that to me, you mentioned making some stops. We're obviously going to focus a lot on the offense. You score thirty six points. But again, I'll get into the Saints part of that equation as well. <laughs> I mean, but I'm to, just waiting for the but to waiting me, def- for the roast. To me, defensively, I talked to some guys afterwards, wrote this on the web on CSNNE.com. But I guess, you know, w- there were clear communication issues in week one. Mm-hmm. And as part of cleaning up the communication issues or making it, streamlining it, they decided we're going to play. Go back to basics. Yeah, a little simplified. Yep plan here and that meant not flip-flopping sides with your corners and dbs you're on one side you're on the other you got that guy you got that guy not this that the other thing which they had some problems with against kc um with obviously no high tower they brought alandon roberts more of a traditional middle linebacker stuck him in the middle of the defense moved kyle van noy who played the middle last mm-hmm. week over to the side 
uh, and Vanoy didn't come off the field, played, I thought, a, a, a quality game. But I just felt like as you're watching the game, you weren't seeing damn near as many of those guys turn around going, what do you get? No, this guy pointing fingers this way. No, it was just that part of it was key. And when you look at it and say, oh, Breeze threw for 350, they had 20 points. They yeah. scored 20 points at their and just house. two touchdowns. Yep. To me, that's, a, that, that's not just a good performance. That's a damn good performance. I, I, I think the approach that they took is really good. I'm not sitting here telling you I'm a defensive genius in mind and know how it works, but you want guys to play fast. Yeah. And if they're sitting there thinking about, well, if they're in this formation, this guy's over here, you know, just too many things go through their head. They can't play fast and they can't react and they can't play ball. So if you just give them the simple – Simple plays. We're going to go back to basics. We're not going to, you know, you play faster. And guys can just go out there and let their athleticism, athleticism take over and, and be in the right spot. You know, you're not out of position anymore. You're not running past, uh, you know, running past your gap against the run plays. This is where I am. This is where I've been all week. We're not doing anything special. Let's just go out and play good, solid defense and build on that. You know, there's moving parts to this defense. Mm-hmm. I know the core of it's there and it's intact. McCordy, Hightower, um, Branch, who, you know, six plays is in working himself out of some doghouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's guys that have been there, but there's still a lot of new guys. Marsh has only been here for a week and a half. Van Noy's only been here for a year. Gilmore just got in the door. Um, you know, Jones is a younger guy. Wise is a younger guy. Butler on the defensive line is a young guy. So there's guys that they have to bring along. And if they can't, if they're not up to that IQ yet, as some of those other defensive players are, then those defensive guys just got to, all right, you know, then we're going to play some simple stuff and we're just going to try and go out and kick your ass that way. And isn't that what you always say about the offensive line and what Scar, what was the Scar's line about five guys seeing it through the same set of eyes? Same set of eyes. I mean, essentially that can be the same way you're approaching the defense, right? Yeah. We, we all, you don't want eight guys doing one thing and three guys doing another, or nine and two. Hey, like, if we're all going to, if we're going to make a mistake, let's make all it, be making the same yes. mistake. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, yeah, if, if we made a wrong call, at least it was five guys doing the same call and we had a chance because mm-hmm. we knew the guys we were going for. There wasn't two guys on one guy. There wasn't a free rusher or anything like that. So, yeah, in a sense, if they're playing the same defense, their gap responsibilities are going to be the same. So, you know, it's not going to be just letting two guys, you know, run down the field with nobody on them or, you know, one gap wide left open. So, you know, if they can see the game through the set of eyes, on, you know, it works on the defensive side of the ball too. We wondered who would get pressure opposite of Trey Flowers with Ninkovich retiring and Hightower missing all of camp and obviously now on the shelf for a little bit with the MCL. And when he was in there last week against KC, it was, didn't really make any impact plays, at least – physically making impact plays that showed up in the stat sheet. They roll out Adam Butler, yep. the undrafted kid out of Vanderbilt, who had a terrific camp. Uh, he plays five, 45 snaps, I think. Dietrich Wise, who was really one of the big stories of camp early on, has continued to be unable to block him. Yeah, who's it? Rivers? Is that the guy? Yeah, Rivers yeah, yeah. is the, the kid who tore so up they his lost, they lost yeah. a little bit with that when yep. he went down. And he started to get some playing time right before he got hurt. He started to sort of show up with the first-team reps. But those two guys made an impact yesterday. And look, we'll look at the Saints line. Two tackles were down. Right. They had a left tackle playing, left guard. They're trying to make shift. They're not in a good state. No, they're definitely not in a good state. Which is a good time for us to play them. However, <laughs> this is like saying what I'm going to say about the offense, that you can only play the guy in front of you. But if you know they're in a diminished state, do you, 
do you handle them? Do you, do you beat up on them? Yeah. And Dietrich Wise had five quarterback pressures and a sack. I would say that that qualifies as doing exactly that. I would agree with you. I, I, I like how you put that. that. That's very nice. But meanwhile, Alan Branch, who was signed in the offseason to a two-year deal, it's essentially a one-year deal, but it was for a good chunk of change, did not have a good week one after missing a good portion of the training camp. Right. And he gets six snaps. Now, I know there have been plenty of times where they look at a matchup and say, we're going to do this, or we're going to go to that. But I think that Alan Branch is one of those guys that you are banking on being a foundational piece for your defense, as mm-hmm. you mentioned early on. And for him to get six snaps makes me wonder a little bit about where that's going to go. Yeah. You throw down the gauntlet on a veteran player who had an uneven camp. Uneven or he just wasn't there? Well, I mean, he, there wasn't, every, yeah, he wasn't he was there, he was but for back. whatever reason, you know, they you never know, told I, us what I reason. I think he never when told you look at a Alan Branch type build, your number one your wor- thing you're worried about is conditioning. You know, I mean, he can stay in there. He can probably hold up with the double teams. But once you get him moving side to side, where's his breath go? So you take a look at Butler, an undrafted free agent, coming in, worked his ass off, I guarantee you, in the offseason, worked his ass off every day, every play in training camp. I bet you the guy's just in better shape. You know, I'm not saying he's a more talented player, but it's a want-to issue as well. How, how much do you want it? And you take a look at Branch, you know, he's, he's, he's an older guy. He's mm-hmm. got that contract. And you know, young kid, hungry kid coming in, willing to fight for it. Bill likes those type of guys. Yeah. And I'm not saying Branch is going to get cut next week or right. anything. I hope he works himself back into playing shape. I think and they I, need him to. Yeah. So if he can work himself back into playing, playing shape where he's given that 100% every play and not taking plays off, Right now, I'd take the guy who's not taking plays off, even though he's not maybe as talented. Yeah, I mean, it, with the style they like to play, the two-gap, Alan Branch is a human two-gap. He stands up, and if he holds his ground, he's holding two gaps. Mm-hmm. But to your point about conditioning, if you watched him last year, and even the year before, that short area quickness is pretty remarkable for a guy his size. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a, he's a monster of a human being. I mean, he's 380. I mean, three something. He's just, he's huge. He's 6'5", 6'6". I mean, 380 is a little much. I don't know, man. He's, he is a massive human being. What was Vince? 330? Was he 330 in the program? He said he was 325. Oh, bull. His stomach was 250 in and of itself. That that, that was an impressive stomach. But he didn't have that same quickness in week one. So you you may be right. That may be a, a big reason of why, what happened to him happened to him in week one and why he found himself on the sidelines for a better part. Let's hope because the front seven needs it. They need, I mean, you need to keep the and, linebackers clear too. Yep. And again, the human two gap, yep. he, he can do that. We had another interesting situation in the secondary and that was Malcolm Butler, who is Mr. 98% playing time each of the last two years or something ungodly like that. Basically never came off the field. Uh, did not start the game. Yep. Eric Rowe started the game um, alongside Stefan Gilmore. And Butler ended up getting 49 snaps. I think Rowe Ro went out in the third quarter with a groin injury, so the snaps kind of went up a little bit. He was playing. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I know some people have used the term benched. I'm not going to say benched. But when a guy it's, never – Where there's when, smoke, there's fire. But when a guy never comes off the field, and then all of a sudden in week two – and I didn't think he was bad in week one. I know he had the uh, pass interference in the end zone, mm-hmm. which he actually – wasn't that bad. Yeah, I don't know if it was – I don't know if that I necessarily – That didn't need to, need to be called. No. Um, 
and I saw him flying up and doing run support like he always does, like playing with the passion that he plays with. Um, I know some people said, well, was that attitude comment? Was he one of the guys that the attitude comment was flipped out at? But I do think that's something that you kind of have to watch because I know that, again, look, I, same I, thing with Branch. Like, look, he's, when he's on the field, I've never seen him not compete. Right. Never. He works so his ass he, off. Yes, he I'm not, I'm not, he is out there. He's playing 100%. He's, he is competing his balls off. Yeah. And, you know, he wants to make the play. He wants to make the interception. He wants to come up and hit and tackle. I mean, he's a physical corner that can, that can go one-on-one with someone with, with their number one right receiver. So, um, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. I, maybe there's something to yeah. it. I, I, he didn't talk we, about it. We don't think he's signing back here next year, correct? No. no. No? So you bring Jones along. You got Rowe. And I think Jones had a pretty good game yesterday. So if you can keep developing those younger guys, like you said to me before, I mean, trade? Yeah, possibility. Yeah, I mean, get you, something for him before he leaves town. If you got guy, I mean, you've already got a sixty-five million dollar corner. Right. You're not going to have another one. No. So nope. maybe you get something before before he leaves town. And look, there's, you could look at it and say again with the matchup thing, a sixty-five million dollar corner that would like to run support, maybe just a little bit. Yeah, he he could probably watch Malcolm how Malcolm plays run support and maybe learn a thing or two about it. Um, but when you look at the scenario where Eric Rowe playing on the outside and Butler coming in on the inside, you can look at New Orleans and say, well, I got a six foot four receiver, mm-hmm. Coleman. Thomas is 6'3", and say, look, Malcolm is, right, if there's right. one knock on Malcolm at 5'10", he sometimes struggles with the bigger receivers, and that's why Logan Ryan would get Julio Jones or some of the bigger guys, and you let Malcolm have the littler guy. You have the littler guy, but Logan's still got the guy over top of right, him, too. Right, exactly. So you're still not saying he's a better corner. No, right? definitely not. But... Even when Rowe was in the game before the groin went on him, they, Butler ended up finding himself in positions where he was covering the big guys. Mm-hmm. So you can't eliminate it. it just, it's curious. Malcolm didn't talk at all last week. Uh, I reached out to somebody close to him and said, look, what's he going to say? Like, he's going to get asked about the Saints again. I'm not going to go. He, I, he said all he's going to say about the Saints. Right. I'm not going to go back there again. It's a bad press week yeah. for him going right. into that and week he, regardless. You know, yeah. The guy said, hey, he's... He's a, he's a patriot right right now, which is an interesting choice of words right well, now. I figured he just said he's a patriot right now because he's not going to give you anything when he talks anyway. But then he didn't talk after the game either, and he was informed at the beginning of the week, as was Roe, that this is what was going to happen. Roe's going to be in there, and you're coming off the off the bench. So again, some something keep, keep an eye on something to keep an eye on. Um, yeah, I'm going to read this. Quick slants. Tom Kern, Phil Perry, Gerard Mayo. Lots of behind-the-scenes storytelling from Gerard. And the Quick Slants, the podcast. Subscribe on all the podcasting apps. New episodes drop late Tuesday night. So it is there for you on the Wednesday commute. Mayo is a piece of work. And ah. we know Kern is a piece of work. One of the stranger individuals I've ever worked with. Do they even let anybody talk? I mean, I can't even imagine two of them on the same... Yeah, well, you know what happens with these? They, they both don't shut up. You know what Phil's learned? Phil has learned <laughs> that Phil. once you start to talk, don't stop. Just yeah. take as much air possible because once you let it, once you give up the ball, it's, you know, it's a black hole. It's not coming back. Yep. Curran, you, you pass it down to Curran in the, in the post, forget it. It's not coming back out. He's going to think of some crazy words that don't mean <laughs> anything to. He, I swear he has like the little calendar, the dictionary, yeah, yeah. you know, like the word of the day. <laughs> and then I'm going I'm to work that into my live shot today. He's a today. poor man's Dennis Miller. <laughs> yes, I'm going to work that into my live shot today. And then when he says it, it's like the rest of his brain just stops. And you're like, Did it really, was it really worth it? 
to, to get that word in? It was for him. Yeah, I guess. I guess uh, that, that's how it is. Now on to the offense. 36 points is glorious. Touchdowns on four of your first five just, drives I'm just gonna is let glorious. You go. The New Orleans Saints <laughs> defense, that defense is an embarrassment. People talk about the Jets having the least talented roster in the NFL this year. They're right because they don't have Drew Brees. But that defense, they have two NFL players on that defense, mm-hmm. like good ones. Cam Jordan, the defensive end, terrific player, never comes off the field. And I think Marshawn Lattimore, the cornerback they drafted in the first round of Ohio State, he got Cooks early on, did a pretty good job on Cooks. Um, and then when actually Cooks got the 22-yard down with the goal line, Lattimore wasn't on him, so they made a mistake there. But that defense is dreadful. Kenny Vaccaro is like Vaccaro. a leader of the defense. He gets benched in the third quarter because he's playing like ass. Yeah. They get that I'll rookie you, linebacker. Watching, watching that game makes you appreciate how good Eric Berry Oh, my Eric God. Barry is. They tried to treat, they tried to treat they Kenny Vaccaro like, yeah, you're they, Eric Berry. You're going to do what, what Eric Berry did to Gronk. And Gronk was like, are you kidding me? Not a chance. You ki- I mean, this guy, and he was holding. So there's no talk about Gronk losing weight this week, and is it going to affect him? No, there's just now he's, you know, he, here at the groin, which, which you just said it, shortly, uh, he's fine. He'll be football. fine. Yeah, it's football. People it get banged up. It happens. Um, but that defense is gross. That's bad. And, and I don't want to hear, that's Sean Payton. That's all on Sean Payton. Because there's a general manager there. Jeff Ireland's there now. And Mickey Loomis is there. Um, but he's the one who keeps going through defensive coordinators like crazy. They keep ch- yeah, Allen was R- Rob Ryan. Yep. They keep changing schemes, which means you draft players for this scheme. Then you bring in a new coordinator. Oh, guess what? That guy doesn't fit. So now you just wasted a draft or wasted two drafts because you invested in players for this guy. He wants the Band-Aid. He wants the quick fix. And what he's done is basically he won a Super Bowl. And then he's been cashing ridiculous checks for being seven and nine and eight and eight. There's a report out that he signed a five-year, forty-five million dollar extension in the last couple of days, which is mind-blowing because he should be on the hot seat. He should be on watch. He should be at risk of losing his job now. He's on the hot seat, but he just signed a five-year deal. What the hell? He- he won the Super Bowl, man. He's a good offensive coach. Right. That's why, right. That's why he's there. But you, you can't, I, he can't find a defensive coach, and he can't find a defense, so he's wasted Drew Brees for six years. Yes. He wasted has. him. He has, but he won a Super Bowl. And, and he's you, an offensive mind. I, I, what have I, you done I, for me lately? I agree with you. How, sucks. How else are you going to build a defense or a program with, without continuity? His <laughs> offense, it's the same system, right? So, yep. you know, Drew Brees, it's kind of yep. like Bill and Tommy up here. Same system, been in for a long time. Guy leaves, coach comes in, whatever. I mean, they probably promote with, from within for the coaches. So that doesn't change. But you're right. When you change over a defensive coordinator as much as they do, draft guys for this system, and, you know, now we're on to another – it's not going to work. No, it's not going to work, and that's what they're getting. And that team, if you look at that schedule. How many points did they give up like the last two years? Wasn't it like uh, just an obscene amount? And, they're, and they're, they are, if you look at their schedule, they could very easily be 0-6 or 1-5. And, and then Drew Brees is in the last year of his contract, and he is one of these Bradyites. He wants to play till he's 500. Yep. He's never taken a hometown discount. I can't believe he will. He wants a ring again. He's going to walk. And then the whole thing is going to get messy down there. Because then you're going to have the coach, but you're not going to have the quarterback, and you still won't have a defense. Good luck. That franchise, the the toilet, the water is going down the drain. It's circling. 
I agree, but I have a hard. I mean, I, I believe you, and I, I know he hasn't taken a hometown hometown discount. But if you're a guy who's made that much money and he's had never, he's and never I, 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 every time. I got you, I got you. I understand what you're saying, <laughs> but you mean you're that much. I'm, I'm, I'm not Tangway for God's sakes. But you mean that much, and you've done that much for the city. You don't think you can work on it and get something done? No, no, not if you're man. You if are you're just sitting there cynical. Thinking, no, you if are. You, if you're one and five, zero oh and six, and you know you're looking at look, he practices against these guys. He's going against some of these clowns. Saying, Vaccaro, really? Von <laughs> Bell, really? Who's got, the linebacker? I got, got Fleener destroying the, uh, Vaccaro in practice. Who, who's getting beat for touchdowns left and right? Like, good God Almighty! I don't want to waste the rest of. I've wasted five years of my career. Dang. I don't want to waste any more playing with this crap bag. I was defense. looking. I was looking at it from the city of New Orleans standpoint. But if you're going to look at it from a competitive, and Breeze is competitive and wants to win, yeah, I'm with you. Denver. No. Although I like no, Simeon. no Simeon. I, I like Simeon. Simeon's, but Simeon's playing well, man. No, but Simeon's like 205 pounds. Uh, you know what? Elway went with the rent a quarterback for a little bit. I think he wants to develop his own. Simeon might be the guy. Yeah. Well, his defense is. Still ready to win now. Pretty good. Yeah, don't don't lose that. Uh, I'll that tell you, window. you can get to the quarterback and you can stop the run. You can win a lot hey, of football hey, games. Hey, you know, we got to do TV. So, uh, Tommy yeah, Kern, do. Michael Holly, Casey Smith, Tom Giles, best of BST podcast, 20-minute episodes. Get you caught up in the biggest stories with the best guests. Perfect for your morning commute. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, all the podcasting apps. Good job by Josh McDaniels. I'm just going to say that. Creating with two backs and three wide receivers. I almost just ripped my headset off. Uh, Thanks for listening. Good talk. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.